This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the first Sunday of Lent, the 21st of February. Lent, which began last Wednesday, is a time of reduction, sparseness and basics. And that is something which appeals to me very much because I like brevity and to the point. In fact, those who know me well know that if they want me to read something, they should never send me long communications. You might say that I have a low boredom threshold. But whatever the reason, I like things that are in bullet points in any long communication, especially if it's something complicated. And maybe that's why I like the Gospel of St. Mark so much. He gets straight to the point. Unlike Matthew and Luke, who give us a lot of detail about the temptations of Jesus in the wilderness, St. Mark is much more sparse and deals with the whole episode in just a couple of lines, so much to my liking. St. Mark sums up those 40 days by saying that Jesus was among the wild beasts and the angels ministered to him. So during these temptations, he stood between the physical and the spiritual, between the animal and the angelic. It's common amongst the fathers of the church, the early theologians, to see the human being as a kind of microcosm, as though we were like the universe in miniature. As human beings, we combine in ourselves both matter and spirit, the two basic realms of created reality. Angels are created beings like us, but are immaterial. Animals are purely material. But human beings are a kind of fusion of body and soul, spirit and matter. We stand, as it were, between the worlds of the animals and the angels. This means that we play a key role in the cosmos, as indeed the fathers of the church tell us, effectively knitting it together. We, as it were, preside over the reconciliation, the bringing together of the physical and the spiritual. That is why, at our best, we represent a beautiful harmony. Now, by analogy, we could think about something such as singing. This is a wonderful bringing together of all the physical bodily means by which we produce sound. But there's also a great intellectual act involved in making beautiful music. Or we might think about some great moral action, such as when we do an act of altruism or charity for no other reason than the good of the other person. I can just think of religious orders like the Sisters of Charity of St. Mother Teresa, who go amongst all the filth and squalor of the cities in order to bring, bring leaf, relief to the impoverished, the suffering and the most deprived. There is a sense in all of this of the soul shining through the body. And this is what we're meant to be at our best, the coming together of the physical and the angelic, the spiritual and the material. But achieving this harmony, as we all know, is something we struggle with on a daily basis. St Paul said that there is a war going on within him. It's like our emotions and our will and our body are all at will at war with one another. There's a battle between the physical and the spiritual. And this is one of the things that we have to come to terms with during this time of Lent, 
as we come to terms with our own sinfulness, our own weakness. One of the signs of our sinfulness and our humanity is the way that we oscillate between the two extremes, sometimes possibly indulging our animal natures, other times completely spiritualising ourselves. Maybe that sounds familiar. Eat, drink and be merry, for tomorrow you will die, falls into that category. It's what Sigmund Freud called the pleasure principle and which dominates many lives. It's the personification of someone who lives life solely on the level of the material, just bracketing the spiritual side. This leads to shipwreck, as anyone who has been down that path will tell you. Animals can live their lives in that way because they're nothing more than matter. But human beings will fall into depression if we one-sidedly satisfy our animal natures and our soul, our spiritual dimension, will rebel. Of course, the other extreme exists too, which is a kind of rejection of the body, a one-sided embracing of the spiritual dimension, being perhaps afraid of our bodily impulses, which are indeed often unruly. Then we can escape into the rarefied atmosphere of our minds and become totally spiritualized. This can lead to all forms of puritanism and dualism and a contempt for the spiritual. And that is just as unhealthy as the first option of the hedonistic lifestyle. Catholic theology, rooted in the Bible, has always avoided this tendency because the body is something good in itself and so are its fundamental desires. So let's not be scandalised when we hear today that Jesus was driven into the wilderness to be tempted because we're talking about his human nature. So fighting off all those temptations, spiritual and bodily, Jesus finds the balance which is proper to the human way of being. He doesn't reject the body, but he disciplines it properly. He doesn't fight against the spirit, but grounds it. It is this reconciliation of the two that is summed up in that beautiful image of Jesus among the wild beasts and being ministered to by the angels. There he is in the right place. He himself is knitting back together of creation. He himself is the balance that we seek. And that balance Jesus also gives us in the two most important people in his earthly life, Joseph and Mary. As we're preparing to consecrate ourselves to St. Joseph on his feast on the 19th of March, we ask him to obtain the graces for us to live with one foot firmly on the earth and with our minds in heaven, so as to accomplish these days of Lent well, days of salvation, as we prepare for the passion, death and resurrection of the Lord. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, through the yearly observance of Holy Lent, that we may grow in understanding of the riches hidden in Christ and by worthy conduct pursue their effects. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.